Now, even though I think of the stapes bone as the Superman of the hearing system, it does have a kryptonite. Hey there, welcome to the Tinnitus Relief Podcast. If you've been told there's not much you can do for your tinnitus, I've got good news for you. I'm Dr. Ben Thompson, founder of Treble Health. I believe that there's always a way to better manage your tinnitus. I've teamed up with the world's best tinnitus doctors to create something special for you. It's called the Tinnitus Quiz, and it's a free assessment that I recommend for anyone with tinnitus. Why not give it a shot? It's free, and it's a great next step towards finding the relief you've been searching for. All you have to do is go to tinnitusquiz.com to get started today. Have hope. There is something you can do for your tinnitus. Now let's get started with today's episode. I'm holding in my hands the smallest bones in the human body, and these are so tiny that each of them are smaller than a grain of rice. In today's video, you're going to learn about these small bones and how they operate your ear. The ear is an intricate machine made of tiny parts that will help turn sound waves from the air into electrical signals that the brain can process. So how can these three small ear bones control something so important, our ability to hear, and what happens when they go wrong? Let's take a closer look in today's video. To fully understand how a tiny bone can cause a big problem like tinnitus or ear ringing, let's first get a big picture understanding of our hearing system. Our ears have three main parts, the outer, middle, and inner ear. Sound waves from the environment enter through the outer ear and travel through the canal to the eardrum, causing this barrier to vibrate. These vibrations then travel through the middle ear along what's called the ossicular chain. It's a chain composed of three bones, the malleus, incus, and stapes. The stapes then vibrates on the cochlea, which sorts vibrations by their pitch and converts them to electrical signals that can be detected by the brain. Our focus today is on the inner ear, specifically the tiny yet mighty stapes bone. This less than rice sized bone sits in the crucial spot in between the middle and inner ear. Without it, sound waves would just stay sound waves and vibrations couldn't travel far enough in your ear to gain meaning. But how can a vibrating bone cause health conditions like ringing in the ears? Well, it has to do with its role in some, but not all, kinds of hearing loss. What can go wrong with the stapes? Well, there are two main types of hearing loss. One is called sensory neural, and the second is called conductive. Sensory neural hearing loss is most common with the natural aging process, loud noise exposure, or medication changes, where conductive hearing loss is more common with medical ear issues, ear infections, having a hole in your eardrum, and things of that sort. The stapes bone, the smallest bone in your body, can be responsible for conductive hearing loss. As frustrating as hearing problems can be, the good news is that since conductive hearing loss can be treated with medication or surgery, that sometimes stapes-related causes of hearing can be improved, and the structural changes to the bone can either be replaced with prosthetic or a surgery. Now, even though I think of the stapes bone as the superman of the hearing system, it does have a kryptonite. Sometimes there can be a buildup of plaque or calcium on the stapes, and that can lead to a condition called otosclerosis, which can often result in ringing in the ears or hearing loss. These problems affect the stapes' ability to vibrate against the cochlea properly 
or sometimes causing it to be fixed in place and not vibrate at all. I remember when I was working in an ENT clinic and I performed a hearing test on a patient and a certain configuration of their hearing test suggested stiffness in those middle bones of their ear. The ENT physician reviewed the hearing test, looked in the ear, didn't see anything in the ear canal or on the eardrum and diagnosed the patient with otosclerosis. With a proper treatment, that patient can improve their hearing loss and improve their tinnitus ringing in the ears. We often take for granted how much we rely on these small, tiny ear bones to communicate, listen to music, be aware of our environment, and go through our everyday life enjoying sound. Since the sound waves aren't traveling through to the inner ear and the brain isn't receiving the audio input it used to, it might send signals to the cochlea to the effect of, Where's the sound? The cochlea may then send back extra signals that the brain processes as ringing or buzzing sounds that you may recognize as tinnitus. These problems though can be remedied through various interventions. Surgeries when they remove the plaque or calcium buildup from the stapes are quite effective and that can help return it to normal function. If the damage from the otosclerosis is advanced enough, a surgery called a stapedectomy can also replace the stapes bone entirely with that prosthetic that I mentioned earlier. Overall, I wouldn't say you should be worried about the health of your inner ear bones, and getting a hearing test can certainly bring to the surface any issues that may be present. Otosclerosis is one cause of stapes issues, and it's hereditary, and genetic testing can even help you determine if you have a family history for it. Another cause of stapes issues is called cholesteatoma, which is a infection buildup inside of your ear, often related to ear infections. I usually see cholesteatoma cases after an eardrum bursts and it doesn't heal properly. I have my top tip coming up that I'm sure for some of you will make you go, uh oh, I've been doing that one wrong. But for right now, if this video so far has been educational, Right below in the comments, I love ears, and I'll be looking out for those, leaving a heart whenever I see them. So adhering to any advice from your doctors on how to treat ear issues, such as antibiotics, hearing loss treatment, tinnitus treatment, is crucial. And my top advice that might make you question what you've been doing is recommended to your daily practice of cleaning your ears. I do not want you to use Q-tips. In fact, 15 years ago, I looked on the label of Q-tips and it says very clearly to avoid putting them inside of your ear. And you might question, that makes no sense because on the Q-tip label, there's an ear. I thought I was supposed to clean out the earwax in my ear. Using Q-tips is one of the most common ear care practices out there that actually provides no benefit. In fact, they can harm your ears in various ways. These double-edged swords can push wax further into your ear canal, causing a packed down buildup of wax. This blockage can cause hearing loss and other issues in your ear, and in some cases, it can actually be lodged so deeply inside of your ear canal that it changes the structure of the bones. That's right, you can damage these delicate, beautiful, tiny ear bones by accidentally jamming a Q-tip in your ear. And if you're anything like me, I'm almost losing my appetite just thinking about it. But I've heard stories of, you know, someone's child throwing a ball at their ear, someone opening a door, a sudden movement, and they accidentally dislodge 
the small ear bones in their ear and that can even lead to the tinnitus or the hearing loss I was describing earlier. I hope you know how important it was for me that I acquired these tiny ear bones because just like some of you, I love ears. And if you've learned something about how the ears function today, give this video a thumbs up. What I know is so important for each of my patients to know is that you can protect your hearing from loud noise, that your ears will be okay, that the consistent music in our generation is not ruining our ears. We're going to be all right here, but learning the strategies of how to protect your hearing, learning the science behind how it works, I find it fascinating. If you do too, share this video. Let me know in a comment below. If you know anyone who's struggling with ringing in the ears, tinnitus, definitely reach out to our team at Treble Health. That's what we specialize in. And Dr. Ben here to say, we'll see you at the next video. Thanks so much. Hi, I'm Dr. Ben Thompson. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Remember, if you've ever been told there's nothing you can do for tinnitus, think again. At Treble Health, the tinnitus telehealth company that I founded, we're proving every day that improvement is possible. Our team of doctors are here to support you. So reach out if you need help. If you're looking for a place to start, take our free tinnitus quiz. I crafted it with expertise from the best in our field. And it's the next step that I believe could be a turning point for anyone who's struggling with tinnitus. All you have to do to get started is visit tinnitusquiz.com and see for yourself. Perhaps you'll find that treble health is exactly what you've been looking for. Well, until next time, keep working on your health and well-being, and I'll see you on the next episode.